Unity Community of Central Oregon's podcast featuring Reverend Jane Hyatt. Today is the Feast of the Epiphany in the um, traditional Catholic liturgy um, when the three Magi came and visited the baby Jesus. So this is a story, okay? The details of the story aren't even agreed upon in the Bible. You know, they, it, it's only reported in Matthew. It isn't reported in the other ones. And Matthew's version had a house that they came to, not a stable. So all of those sweet little creche stories that you have, keep them. Just know they're stories. And we're talking about sacred story. So it doesn't matter if it's literally true. It matters what do you do with it when you take it inside and you, you blend it with your spirit. That's what matters. Because there is food for us in these sacred stories. One of the details that is not literally true is that it wasn't kings that came. That didn't come until the time of um, Constantine later on. And, w- and it was in alignment with some line in the Bible from Isaiah that says, and all the kings shall come and bow before him. So the Magi were transformed into kings. Wouldn't it be great to get a promotion that easily? (laughs) But magi, which means wise folk, comes from Zarathustra and, and the Zoroastrian religion. Zarathustra is a wise soul that came 5,000 years BC. They had a different calendar reckoning, so Nobody actually knows how long ago, but long, long ago, okay? Let's just go with that. And, and he became Zoroaster when the Greeks come along many, many hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years later. But originally, he's Zarathustra. And he had three things to teach. He, well, he believed in an uncreated being that we would call God, uncreated. That means just always is. And he called it Ahura Mazda, which means wise Lord. What does Lord mean? Lord means that which is sovereign, that which rules everything that is, like rules our thoughts. We all are sovereign. We even have a child in this community whose name is Ahura Mazda. I don't see Aaron here today. He might be here, but I don't see him. But it's his little boy. That's his name. And that's what it means, wise Lord. And wisdom was considered the feminine principle. So the wise Lord concept was this feminine, masculine, energy that is uncreated, that just is. And the three teachings that he had were to 
Be kind in your thoughts and in your words and in your actions. Be kind and conscious. And he felt that this was so important that he created missionaries, the very first missionaries ever, to go forth and teach this. Because believe it or not, that idea of being conscious and kind in your thoughts and your words and your actions was once a radical thought. And he sent forth magi to go out into the world and teach this. That's what the Magi were. So when the story comes along that there is a baby who is embodying this Christ energy into the story comes a part where Magi, those who come and acknowledge the importance of this child because they believed that if we are kind and conscious in our thoughts and our words and our actions, we all are saviors of our world. They believed that we all have gifts to give. And so in the story, here they come acknowledging this savior of the world, this beautiful baby who is here to express the Christ fullness like all of us. They bring in the story gold and frankincense and myrrh. I suspect this is an add-on later, because that's how sacred stories are. Everybody who tells a story, have you ever noticed, like sitting around the family table, telling a story about childhood and what happened in your family? Have you ever noticed that someone else in the family has a radically different version? <laughs> that's what we do. We, somebody said we shouldn't call ourselves homo sapiens, we should call ourselves homo whatever the Latin is for storytellers. Because that's really what we do. We make meaning of our world through telling stories. So in the story edition, they bring gold and frankincense and myrrh. So gold is acknowledging royalty, sovereignty. in this Christ being who is a stand-in for all of us. Frankincense is a spiritual incense. It has to do with recognizing that there is higher consciousness that is governing all of us. And myrrh is an oil for anointing particularly at a time of death. So myrrh is symbolic of transformation. We have to die 
to these old ideas like Anita was talking about. We have to die to these ideas that are not truth in order to be reborn and to shine our light completely. When these magi come to visit this baby, it is said that they prostrate in front of them because in the East, that is a custom. They recognize, they feel awe for what they are seeing in front of them. And when we feel awe, we, there's just something inside of us that can't hold it in. Like when April was singing her song, and you could, you could feel the emotion in her voice, that's not weakness. That is being so filled up with love and light that it overflows the banks of your heart. And you can't, you can't keep it in. Today at the 8.30 service, William was the speaker and he spoke on gratitude. And as I was listening to him, I just felt this, this awe. This community that we have all created is so incredible. People are showing up. They are lighting up. And we are all getting the encouragement from one another to be the biggest version of ourselves that we can be. And if there's anybody here who is saying, as we all have said at one time or another, well, she doesn't mean me, because I'm chopped liver, right? <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> as my third grade teacher would say, I'm going to wash your mouth out with soap. <laughs> Clean that idea out, because it's not truth. The truth is, you are the Christ. You are the light of the world. You are the Savior who has come to radiate your light. Zarathustra lived thousands of years before the Jewish people became a people. And the Jewish people spent time in Babylon, Persia, however you think about the geography, soaking up these ideas. And it influenced that whole religion, which in turn influenced the Christian religion. We have a long lineage of this spiritual consciousness that says our minds are powerful and we need to use them with care. Unity's third principle, we have five principles, and the third one is our thoughts create our world. Our thoughts, our consciousness, 
That doesn't mean every single little thought, don't worry about that. But it's your general consciousness. And we want that to be an awakened spiritual consciousness. And that's why we come here on a Sunday morning to have the communal support in waking up because we all fall asleep. We all hit the snooze button. But when we're in a community like this, we can't stay asleep. This community reminds us, and we never know how that will happen. I'm imagining, at least this is what I would have been doing if I were in April's seat. I would have been talking to myself about, oh, you were crying, you shouldn't have been doing that. Running? Running, yeah. <laughs> it's good that you were cross-legged. You couldn't really get out of here so quickly. <laughs> but, but instead, she was inspiring because of the thing that she could have called a weakness. But for the rest of us, we're there feeling, feeling her heart. And the same is true for each of us as we go around just being, just being the best we know how to be, caring about those thoughts and words and actions. We are lighting the path for everybody else. Do you remember when President Bush talked about the thousand points of light? that that was who we were here to be, that that's what our country was here to create. That was truth. It doesn't matter if you liked him as a president or not. He spoke truth in that moment. We must shine our light. We are the gift of the Magi. We are the Magi. We are the gift. Let's be conscious. Let's go forth this week and really pay attention to how we are showing up to the gift that we are giving. Let's recognize that our thoughts and our words and our actions are important gifts that we share. Let it grow, let it grow. Let it blossom, let it flow.